Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. I know that song, obviously, from the disco era. Did you enjoy the disco era at all, Dan? Sorry, Jace, I missed that. Just asking whether you enjoyed the disco era much at all. I know of some of the more traditional bands that you like, but uh, the Donna Summer era, if you, if you will. Well, I was still pretty young at that time, but I, I don't think uh, Bee Gees and ABBA... Um, have become less popular as time has gone on. So I think there's some good... Oh, to be fair, there's probably... There's not too many areas in music that uh, I don't like, or certain parts of it anyway. But yes, yeah. disco, very good. I'm not a very good disco dancer. <laughs> um, but Saturday Night Fever, um, you know, those sorts of movies, there was a few of them at the time. They were pretty big. They're very popular. Um, led, I suppose, to Greece and the like. Um, but that's the Bee Gees influence. So to answer your question, I don't know which road I'm travelling down, but yes, uh, I'm I'm a fan. I uh, winner takes it all from uh, from ever is one of my uh, my favourites. Very genuinely sad song. Right, um, let's get stuck into the uh, quarty first leg at least for the baby girls, the freshman fillies, first semi final of the Art Major Vic Bread Super Series of that denomination, and um, this is a really complex race. There's a couple of them with Emma Stewart runners who are second up from breaks going into semi finals. And renewal, you look at the um, the SP profile, turns up at a dollar twenty two in a heat of the series and gets beaten. And you say to yourself, well, we're between a um, the devil and the deep blue sea here, the rock, a rock and a hard place. Because are we saying well, renewals? You know, it's in a bit, and, it'll, and we know that Emma and Clayton can improve them enormously. I'm talking thirty, forty meters on occasion, second up from a break if required. But I. I I always find it hard to deny what my eyes have told me, and that's why I'm leaning towards a little bit more value with Destiny Stride for D Miles here. I'm not ruling out elusive from the race, and to be honest, I'm wondering whether there's even. I'm hoping that you can you can make a case for even a smoky of some kind here, because it, I feel the race has got has got blowout written on it here, Dan. Yeah, I, I don't know about blowout, but certainly my initial thought was I couldn't have renewal on her last start run. I mean, she didn't have to work too hard. Like, when she worked around, yeah. they weren't going uh, that that hard. They went hard for the first few hundred metres, backed it off. It was a quick last quarter and just battled into third. Um, clearly, she went better when able to dictate uh, and then come home in a quick quarter winning at Geelong. But, um, uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I didn't find it difficult to come up with other horses that could win the race. Um, so I've worked around Renewal here. She can improve and still run really well, but I think grossly under the odds being odds-on at the moment. I'd be shocked if she started odds-on. I think she's got to get right out into black and white figures, significant black and white figures, I, I suspect. I just can't see how that would be attractive at eighty at the moment, unless I'm missing something. So your best place to tell me I'm missing something about Renewal um, that I uh, have overlooked uh, because no. what I saw at Kilmore was a, a, a filly that was in the mix as opposed to a standout. You're like me. Um, I think he, 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 your eyes tell you the story, don't they, Dan? I mean, he, 
the SP profile and all the rest of it, it, it has to have some impact on you because when you go around dollar twenty two, put it this way, it's very different being a bookie and being a punter, isn't it? Because if I was running a book on the race, there's no way I'd be offering more than two dollars because you can't go around a dollar twenty. Under no circumstances can she go around a dollar twenty two last start, and I'm going to expose myself to offering you know three dollars or more about the horse. But at the same time, as a punter. Um, you'd, you'd want to risk her at anything under, you know, 250, wouldn't you? So it, it, it's interesting when you think about it that way. I, I can understand why they're being relatively protective here because they're thinking, well, how can you go around $1.22 last start? And they would know and all the rest of it. But no, in, in, terms, of, in terms of backing her, I, I, that's certainly not an option that I'm looking at. But that's why I'm, I'm looking at Destiny Stride because, again, if you're looking at your eyes, what I saw last start suggests to me that, I mean, D-Moles knows how to peak horses for... Um, for the for the business end of series like the Vic Bread Super Series, and I'm thinking Destiny Stride obviously has a lot of ability. So the two seventy about that compared to a dollar eighty five renewal, it it's pretty easy for me to work out which way I'd go. Yeah, yeah, I oh, no doubt, and frontline draws as well, particularly the horses have got gate speed. Destiny Stride, I've seen um, do some things wrong, but clearly heading in the right direction. Love the way she she hit the line. Last start, but I also thought Eureka Joe was really good first up with room mm. to improve. And to be fair, Renewal has also got room to improve here, but I'd much prefer to be taking each way odds about uh, Eureka Joe. Uh, has got enough gate speed to push forward. Um, I think Destiny Stride, if Destiny Stride um, is uh, a bit more of the complete racehorse, which he could be now might be able to utilise that gate speed and, and lead, and that would change the dynamics of this race. But Eureka Joe's likely to press forward. Remember, she worked her way to the lead last start, and she was run down by a really good filly. So seven each way from three destiny stride. A 12 elusive is in terrific form, and I think she's tough enough. And uh, and I've thrown in renewal for fourth. I didn't want to leave her out of the top four, but I really um, have uh, worked around her completely. Six, four, 13, and nine. I've gone three, nine, twelve, and six, and I've, I was going to throw one out here at the big odds if we're talking about a blowout. I reckon our Roku, who was very good at heat level, and also has gate speed, and David Moles has got Destiny Stride, and the trainer of our Roku is Charlene Guzman, and I will say no more. But there's a possible. I just think that thirty-four dollars and four dollars twenty. If you were, uh, if you're going to throw another one, even in staggers of your uh, of your your major quaddies, then. You could do worse, I think. Uh, do yourself a favour, as Molly would say. Uh, race six. Now, this is another case where I'm, I, I, I'm just, I'm just marginally perplexed. Now, clearly they've got a big opinion of Vague Beauty. It turns up, gets a gun run, swinging in behind them. I, I the win was, uh, the win was really good, but I feel like they took a trail on that occasion. Once Vague Beauty sort of hit the front, I felt like um, there was a little bit of stargazing there. Draw a dream. I know it's only had one more start, but might be more, more professional. I, I'll only say, I've sided marginally with Vague Beauty here, but I think Draw a Dream is uh, has been slightly disrespected. If you if you look at them, just their two prices again. So this is the theme of the meeting for me, really. You've got $1.50 versus three ten, And yes, I might be tipping Vague Beauty, but I definitely think Draw a Dream can win this, Dan. 
Yeah, look, uh, the the draw makes it tough. A draw, a dream, obviously. She's going to have to go around them, sit parked, and maybe good enough to win. That That's the exciting thing about some of these horses. They're so lightly raced that, you know, we, we've got no idea anywhere close to where their ceiling is going to be with some of them, and Vague Beauty is very similar here. Um, I did like the way Vague Beauty finished off her race. She's clearly a really nice filly that would improve a lot from the run and has a lot more improvement to come. $1.50 doesn't make me want to tap on shoulders, beg and steal and borrow to want to back her, but clearly she's a really, really nice type. Um, so I've put her on top. Uh, I tell you the horse that is way over the odds. Um, disrespectful of its record is Lover Rushes, number four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's... Decent quality uh, filly here, and she's she's about she's nineteen dollars at the moment. I mark, so I mark, I mark that I mark Loveresh's five dollars fifty here. Like it, 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 I think it's a great chance of just finding the front. I know it's first up from a break. I don't think there was anything special about. Um, I think there might have been one or two recent trials and nothing to write home about. But gee, I tell you what, on the, if you just look at the form references and and the times, nineteen dollars does sound very very generous, doesn't it, Dan? Oh, absolutely, and particularly the place component as well. You're looking at two dollars ninety. I, oh, I think it's not difficult to uh, to want to have a little piece of that. And I, I've put her in in for second, Lover and she's got the race experience in a race where we're looking at Vague Beauty a dollar fifty having her second start, Draw a Dream Drawn thirteen having only her third start, and here's a, a filly that's had ten starts. Uh, worst that's finished is is fourth and was runner up in a in a in a decent two year old fillies. I think it was the one of the um, the the sales classic races yeah. in Sydney and running good time. So I would definitely make a case for her. Uh, six four thirteen and I threw um, I thought vivacious stride. You know you're talking about horses that are over the odds. Mm. I think at eighty one dollars as well. Um, I could entertain. Uh, maybe the eight dollars a place. Um, if it's three back to pegs, even four back the inside, it might be a rough hope of running third or fourth for your exotics. Yeah, I went six, thirteen, four, and three. I thought that was the other one that might be over the odds. I think it's so quick off the gate the ticker lock might be able to get there. And if Loverish has then took over and 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 maintained the lamplight role, then the three's not without a chance of being dangerous. And another horse who went really well at heat level was always be mini. So. There's a few different ways to look at this race as well. Typically, when we're looking at semi-finals of uh, of series like the Vic Bread or the Breeders' Crown, it's all pretty boring sometimes, isn't it, Dan? I mean, we we kind of you feel like everybody knows what's going to happen, and even as form analysts, when we're doing a show like this, that there's not a lot we can offer. But I feel like this is this is a little bit different to that. Yeah, well, look, I think we've picked the eyes through a few short price favourites at the moment, rightly or wrongly, but. We're trying to uh, get a bit of interest, and, and yeah, I'd much prefer to back something at six or seven dollars each way than something at a dollar thirty. Um, and I think we've done that so far. Whether we collect on them, I'm not sure. Uh, but you're right. In this race, I think always be minis another uh, filly. I thought was really good last start. You're, you're getting good odds, and I know I mentioned Vivacious Stride, but um, there's a couple of other horses there I'd be willing to in, entertain either a dollar each way on them or to include them as wide chances in the quaddy because it could be the race that provides the upset. Well, even if it's only this that we're providing, okay, so even if you want to, and, and this is often the way people play, well, they play week in, week out, but on a, on a meeting like this, semi-final night, you want to have a multi, but I think what I'd advise so far, and I reckon Dan would probably, well, perfect class, even though she's gotten shorter for some reason, you feel like the $1.45 is not going to be the best price you can get. I'd, be, I'd, I'd personally be waiting, I think you'll get better. 
Um, I think that there'll be a move from some of the smarties in particular to say, I, I'm not accepting that price about the real Sherlock. I'm going to have a bet at that. Would we agree with that one, first of all? Yeah, absolutely. I think I don't know if we're on the same page, but I, I, I again, I just believe that $1.30 can't be the best price that's going to be available. So once again, you'd be probably holding off and, and waiting and hoping that even if you only get $1.40 or $1.45, when you're talking about having those multis, that's important, isn't it? Yeah, oh, my word it is, yep. Often you'll find them early and you can include them because they'll shorten up, but in this case, I'd be, uh, I'd have the yellow um, flag out, the cautionary flag, because there's a few here I can only see drifting. And I wouldn't even have Vague Beauty, but I think, I think it'll probably drift as well, but I wouldn't, to be honest, it wouldn't be in my multis. We're going to go to the news, but when we come back, there's going to be a runner that, at $1.22, this is the, um, the binarily opposite case, I'd be taking the dollar twenty-two. Before we go to the news, would you agree with that? Before we get stuck into that, we will uh, straight after the news. But I don't think we're going to get better than a dollar twenty-two personally about Storm Rider, Dan.